From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about what happens to your sexual and emotional intimacy when sex doesn't go as planned. And a quote to start off today's show, if the plan doesn't work, change the plan, but never change the goal. <laughs> and I think it's, you know, as we're talking about this topic of when sex doesn't go as planned, it's you good. Know, ultimately the goal is always connection mm-hmm. and yep. we're not changing the goal, but we might need to change the plan from time to time. Yeah. First and foremost, if this is your first One Extraordinary Marriage show, we are so excited to have you joining us today. Welcome to the One family. That we are. We start every show with a hug. A hug is really an opportunity for us to to share what's going on in the One family, to celebrate the wins and the breakthrough that another couple is having. And this hug comes from a post that was in the One Family Facebook group that starts with, my husband is home after 45 days in the ICU. Mm. I'm so grateful for his life and that I can be close to him. Quick kisses are all his oxygen will allow. There are no passionate kisses, and even the quick pecks are highly intentional, timed with his breaths. Tonight is Christmas Eve, and I wish so badly I could make love to him again. It's been three months now, and sex is literally impossible. Please go have sex with your lover tonight. You never know when that precious privilege could be taken from you. I think of all the excuses we had given before, too tired, too angry, too sad, too sick, or whatever. Being only 41, I never imagined that too impossible would be why we aren't having sex tonight. We have each other. He is alive and he is home now. That is a beautiful gift. And we know we will make love again someday. But I just wanted to encourage you to take advantage of your ability to have sex. Now go make it happen. If you weren't planning to make sex a priority, I am challenging you to go initiate. I love it. Yeah, and and it's interesting sometimes how you know, as we're preparing for a show, there really is kind of that perfect hug, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, for this couple, um, clearly sex is not going as planned due to a, an extended and devastating medical condition. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that is the case. Sometimes we know a lot of you in the one family, and the one family is huge. You guys, Mm -hmm. when we span over 150 countries, there are lots of you dealing with medical situations and that's why, you know, sexual intimacy isn't going as planned. Mm-hmm. but we also know that there are times when sex just doesn't go the way you think it's going to go. Right? Like, like there's no medical stuff going on. You're just like, I thought it was going to happen tonight or I thought it was going to be like this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you, you in your own mind or, and even your spouse together, it's like there's a big date coming up. It, it could be an anniversary. It could be a birthday. It could be a holiday. It could be a number of different things. And yet the assumption Mm-hmm. doesn't go and the romance and even maybe there's some initiating but it doesn't really go as planned it just doesn't lead to what you think it's going to do and sex just doesn't go as you had planned or both of you had planned yeah and you know so it starts to to beg the question well how how do the two of you deal with that right how does how does it impact your marriage when this happens and what does your recovery look like Right. Cause it's not just enough to be in this place of, well, we've been impacted and you know, we're just stuck. Part of what makes the one family so unique is this, the sense that we're not going to stay stuck 
this it's very much in the one family. I think it's actually a cultural thing within the one family (laughs) that we don't stay where we are. And can I just say one thing though, too, this, this can be from a physical standpoint of having sex. It can be from an emotional standpoint of having sex. It, it's that relational standpoint of how are we, how are we connecting and what's that closeness we have? Because mm-hmm. it's just not the physical act. Correct. I just want to make sure that we all understand that. And I'm going to share here in a little bit, but it's not always just the physical act. Well, because sexual intimacy and, and, you know, we talk about this in the the book, The Six Pillars of Intimacy, you know, I I make it very clear. We've said it on the show, but and we will continue to say it on the show is that your emotional intimacy is the workhorse, Mm -hmm. right? All of the other five intimacies have some aspect of emotional intimacy in them. True. Right. So how you're communicating, what your body language is saying, what your face is saying when sex doesn't go as planned. And, 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 you know, all of these things, the verbal and the nonverbal communication will not just, you know, impact how the two of you deal with it in the moment, but what your recovery is going to look like. Right. Because I will tell you, there have been times when Elisa's face has not been the most inviting or loving. Um, any of you that have seen us live, you know that every once in a while the mom eye goes up and it's, you know, it's a thing. Yep. It's a thing. But the reality is, is that if you have been married for more than a few hours, you know that not everything goes as planned. Right? Like, like literally some of you are thinking back to your wedding day right now and you're like, yeah, that, that like I, I thought it was going to go like this. And it didn't. Right. You know, for Tony and I, it was, there was a wedding guest and then there was the honeymoon that didn't quite go as planned. No. You know, so, so we started our marriage very early, very early into our marriage of things not going as planned. And, it, you know, it's not just your sexual intimacy, but that's what we're focusing on today that, you know, what happens when sex doesn't go as planned? And there can be a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, the hug obviously talked about illness, but like if we don't take it from like a chronic long-term extended illness, I mean, there, there are headaches right? When Tony and I were doing our 60 day sex challenge, he got this crazy viral migraine. Mm-hmm. I, like, did. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Until I didn't either. It never had one since. Didn't have one before. But it was real. Mm-hmm. It was debilitating and it was landed him in urgent care. And for those of you who do have migraines, I mean, believe me, praying for you because that was radically tough to deal with. Absolutely. And, and there are other illnesses. I mean, that was just the one that, that, was just, that popped to mind. But, yep. you know, there it can be, you know, her period. Like, let's face it, that does show if you are still menstruating, it shows up somewhere between 28 and 32 days, or in my case, 21 days. And it's a thing. Mm-hmm. There are reasons, there are times when that causes it not to go as planned. Kids, doesn't matter how old they are. Kids can be a reason that you're like, what the heck is going on right now? Hmm. Lack of communication, your work schedules. Yeah, you could be, you know, and, and this isn't just for those of you who live in the same house and work in the same city and and do all that. I mean, work schedules can be having you traveling. Mm-hmm. Even in these times, you're still traveling. Some of you are, you're out for 10 days and back for five days and out for another 10 days. I mean, you could be um, a police officer, fire, you, you know, our our... Well, we were just talking to a friend last night who was a police officer and her shifts are changing from daytime shifts to nighttime shifts. Right. Right. Because that's, that's how the local police department rotates. And so we're like, Ooh, mm-hmm. you know, just or first responders, right. You know, you have all of these different shifts. Work schedules. I mm-hmm. mean, that, that can be a, be a place where sex doesn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it can happen because, you know, there's just pure exhaustion. Right. And so somebody falls asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if there are even, you know, unresolved issues and hurts, right? right. And this is a, 
let me tell you, this is not a comprehensive list. I mean, we could spend hours just going through all the reasons why sex doesn't go. Th these are just some of the highlights in terms of either what we've experienced in our own marriage or what we hear often right. from those in the one family. You may be saying, but you didn't cover mine. It's okay. You know why sex doesn't always go as planned in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And yet as we share in the show, you're going to be able to go, okay, well, how can I actually take action on that? Because we have, guys, we have this happen. Tony and I have been doing the intimacy lifestyle now for over a decade. There are still times when sex does not go as planned. Yeah. And in the intimacy lifestyle, for those of you who don't know, it is us scheduling sex. Mm -hmm. And we've come to a place where we like to have sex twice a week. That's what we've determined. It stayed there. And it has stayed there for, gosh, all these years. We've tried to switch it up a little bit here and there. Um, I'm not going to go into great detail here, but on episode 422, and I'll put a link here in the episode notes, what is the intimacy lifestyle? If you want to dive into that to learn all about that, you can do that there. But we just recently, you know, so Christmas is not that many weeks, ago, weeks away if you're listening to this when the show first releases. And our college age son was home. Our newly licensed driver clearly still lives with us. And so we had these two young adults, young people in our home during a period of time where, you know, during the week and stuff like that, usually everybody's at school or away at school. And, and so Tony and I have time to ourselves. And so we had this situation where, you know, Tony's like, hey, you know, it's middle of the day, everybody's out. And so I'm like, sweet, everybody's out. Let's, let's do this. Right. And yet, because everybody's driving and can easily come back into the house and nobody needs to, you know, knock on the door, or ring the doorbell, like they could just walk in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, I brought the phone into the bedroom. This is the only time I do this is when, you know, we've got kids out and stuff. So don't freak out. Like we've always got the phone in the bedroom. And we, no, we usually don't ever have the phone around. Yeah. It's only now because when somebody's out late at night, if they're a, yeah. a driver. And so we're, we're sitting there. Well, now we're saying that we're laying there. We're in bed. Like Tony and I both know what's about to happen, right? Like we are having sex middle of the afternoon. It's a beautiful thing. And my phone starts going off. And in the span of five minutes, I think we heard from both kids like twice. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'm doing this. Okay, well, I'm coming home. Okay, the, like my plans have changed and this is what's happening. And Tony and I are just like, oh my gosh. It's amazing that you all are young adults and you're like making your way. Stop calling in the middle of the afternoon. And now that's one instance. Other instances though, being, being on the intimacy lifestyle, we've had instances for myself where it is Elisa's night to initiate um, usually we have not usually we do, we have three days. And in those three days, both of us have the opportunity to initiate with, with each other, with the other spouse. I, I would hope so. Yeah. And, but there come times though, where Elisa will not or has not. And, and that to me leads me in a place of, Hey, we've talked about this. And, and I'll go into a place and I'll tell you truthfully, like I'll get into a place just emotionally and, and like, what's going on? Like we've discussed this so many times before and yet you're not conveying to me what's going on. And so it's not going as planned. And so in all honesty, I, I feel hurt. I feel let down. I feel rejected in those moments. And so it, it's not just a oh my goodness, we're doing it in the middle of the day, this sort of thing. No, th there are moments and times even when we have initiated with one another and it doesn't go as planned that evening mm -hmm. or when we expect it to. And or, so, or even the act itself doesn't go as planned. 
right? Like, like it's thinking through, you know, not just whether or not it's on the calendar and we think it's going to happen, but like what happens in the moment Mm -hmm. when, you know, you're like, Hey, let's try a new position. And it doesn't feel good. Right. Right. Or, you know, the body for a woman, her body isn't naturally lubricated. Like there, there can be a lot of things. And when sex doesn't go as planned and you heard it as Tony was telling his story. And even as I was sharing mine, there are a lot of emotions that either come out or they start simmering below the surface. You know, you can have those feelings of frustration or hurt or guilt, disappointment, rejection. And that is like a dangerous, that's a dangerous um, combination mm-hmm. of emotions. Cause those things allowed to, you know, sit and fester and not actually be dealt with. Or if they come out and they're very loud and explosive, force your spouse to like that can really do damage to your marriage because it's not just like, okay, well clearly we're not having sex now. And so there goes the sexual intimacy aspect of it. But as that gets verbalized, or in some cases, if you are a person that tends to shut down like me, not verbalized, it really impacts your emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. Cause now we're not talking to each other or if we are, it's hurtful or it's angry. And, and I want to be real clear and tell you guys something that I tell all my coaching clients, you are allowed to feel your emotions. And in fact, I actually encourage you to go through the process of feeling your emotions. You're not allowed to wound other people with your emotions, right? Like you still have, like you experience them, you feel them, you deal with them, but to use them as weapons against someone else Mm. really is detrimental to what you're trying to do to create an extraordinary marriage. Mm -hmm. A little bit of extra Lisa coaching just thrown in there for fun. Um, But the reality is, is that extraordinary couples have to address what happens when sex doesn't go as planned. Because I don't care what your, what your dream was, what your, you know, fairy tale vision was of what sex was going to be like on the day the two of you said I do and how you envisioned sex was going to be perfect for the next 50 years. Like he's always going to want it when I want it. And she's always going to want it when he wants, like, like you could have all of those things. Like we're never going to have issues. We're never going to deal with, you know, painful sex. We're never going to have to deal with ED. We're never going to have to deal with kids knocking on the door right at the moment or accidentally walking. Like you didn't expect all of that. But the reality is when you're with somebody for two, five, 10, 30, 50 years, there are going to be instances when sex doesn't go as planned. And real quick, before we go to the break, I do want to say one thing here. It's not always husbands who are disappointed when sex doesn't go as planned. That's right. Right? There, there are just as many wives who experience all of those negative emotions. And the two of you have to have a way to process that. You have to have a way to work through that and and be able to regroup both your sexual and your emotional intimacies. And let's talk about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company 
By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. We're back and we're talking about how to build your sexual and emotional intimacy when sex doesn't go as planned. And you know, it's so easy to go, well, this is just a sex problem, right? Like, oh, well, we just, we just need to, you know, just have sex because that'll just fix it. But the truth is you also have to address the emotional intimacy aspect. Where are the cracks? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I want to actually start just sharing some suggestions that came out of the one family because we asked the question, you know, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When sex doesn't go as planned. And, and one of the most common themes that I kept seeing in all of the responses was discuss why it didn't happen and move on. Right. We have to have a discussion. We can't just sweep it under the rug. And, you know, here's the thing. We're not talking if this is like, like a totally random, rare occurrence, but it's when you really start to see those patterns mm-hmm. develop. Or, you know, if you guys are doing the intimacy lifestyle and someone is, you know, who's, it's their turn to initiate and they're consistently not initiating. It's time to discuss, right? Don't change, the, don't change the outcome. Don't change the goal, right? We want to be connected. Change the plan might need to be changed. And now for some of you though, too, and I'm going to, and I'm going to put this out there. You, you have a spouse who maybe as a guy is dealing with ED. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it's rocked his self-confidence. You need to go seek out professional help. You, you need to reach out. And I know sometimes you don't want to because it's like, oh, I can handle this. I'm going to tell all you guys right now, make sure you grab the penis book. We're going to talk. We're going to do an episode on ED here in the future. We've, we've discussed it. We've heard from a lot of you. But I'm going to just say that right now. Get the penis book. Um, I'll put a, uh, a link here in the episode notes for you guys. It is a fantastic book for others of you. Again, other medical professionals may be needed. For others of you, you may need coaching with Elisa. So apply for coaching with Elisa. You can do that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. You may need something more. Mm -hmm. It it may not just be, okay, we're going to discuss it and it's all going to be kumbaya and we're going to walk away and we're going to be good. Sometimes we got to deal with some rude issues that need to be addressed that haven't been. Well, I was having a conversation, a coaching conversation with a wife a couple of days ago. And, you know, we were talking about what the sexual intimacy had looked like in the, over the lifestyle or over the lifetime of their marriage. And one of the things she said was, you know, I was raised in a family that didn't ever talk about sex. Mm. I didn't know how to talk about sex. I didn't know how to, to explain myself to my husband. They're now 20 plus years in, 20 plus years in. And it's just been in the last year that they've actually started having even having conversations about their sexual intimacy. Mm, that's so good. Which is amazing that they're having this breakthrough. Part of the reason why we do shows like this is all of you that have been married less than 20 years, you don't have to wait that long to have these conversations, right? To, to get this idea of, oh, wait, we can actually, like, if it didn't go as planned, we can actually have a conversation. We can, you know, discuss what happened and move on. We can actually implement a plan to regroup or discuss, are we going to try for the next day? That was another suggestion that came out of the one family or or get specific about when we can't because sometimes sex doesn't go as planned because you all have, and this is us too. Like this is not, this is not at least the pointing fingers, but y'all have too much stuff on your calendar and there's no room Mm -hmm. 
for sexual intimacy because you're so busy. I get it. We were just talking about our cat. Like Tony and I sat down and did a coffee break this past weekend. We do ours on Sundays after church. And, and I literally, I opened the calendar and I'm like, okay. And it wasn't about sexual intimacy because that, that actually um, works itself into our calendar pretty consistently now. But I was like, oh, here are the couple of days that we have opportunities to go on a date. And there was like three days. And I just, I like, I, I slid the calendar in front of Tony and I'm like, okay, we have to get intentional because this, for our recreational intimacy this month, this is what this is looking like. Mm-hmm. And just because January became a really full month, which doesn't matter if we're talking recreational sexual intimacy, where's the intentionality? Just because you think so, sex is supposed to be spontaneous and it's just going to happen. You still have to be intentional about it, folks. There's a reason it's a pillar. Because it matters. Mm-hmm. And so where's the intentionality? Like one couple said, well, we just have sex every night, so it's not an issue, which I loved. I was like, <laughs> okay, well. But even then, even then there may be times when, like I said earlier, position doesn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. Or somebody is thinking a quickie and the other one's thinking, no, I want like long drawn out. Still got to communicate about it. Yeah. There's so many... I mean, as, uh, as Elisa and I are just sh- chatting here, I mean, th- there's just so many things that are just coming to my mind about this in so many ways in our 25 years of marriage that sex hasn't gone as planned. And we've shared many of them here on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. And what I want to share with you is how are you guys going to resolve mm-hmm. and move on? Because that's, and I, and I really believe that that's one of the big pieces we have to deal with. A lot of things, even for myself, I've had to just lay it down, like let it go. And, and, and sometimes we got to do that. It, it, it doesn't just happen once and we just move on. Sometimes when, it, when sex doesn't go as planned, especially when you're excited about it, and it, especially when you formulate it, and I have formulate what it's going to be like and how it's going to be, how it's going to plan out. And it doesn't go that way then we can be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And our spouse doesn't even know. We internally are disappointed. We're frustrated. Our spouse doesn't know. And so how are we? How, how am I? What can I do to overcome so that way we can have and we can strengthen our sexual intimacy? Well, and, and I want to say just in that place too, it's sometimes it starts with getting in touch with what are the emotions that I'm experiencing right now. Right. Because like Tony said, your spouse doesn't know. And I would venture to guess that sometimes you don't know. It feels like anger. Right. Like, like I'm just I'm mad. It didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen. So I'm mad. But is it truly anger? Or are you hurt? Do you feel neglected? Do you feel like you're not a priority? And again, I just want to say this. It could be a one-time thing. It could be a dozen-time thing. Right. Like, but, but it's, it's identifying this because here's how, here's how the emotional intimacy gets built. Because you have to know what's going on inside of you first. Right? To just sit down and be like, well, I thought we were going to have sex and you didn't. And da 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 And they're just going to, your spouse is going to sh- shut down. Been there. Or get super defensive and, and it's not going to be effective. Mm-hmm. But when you can say, hey, you know, it's like Tony has said on the show, you know, I felt frustrated. I felt hurt. I will tell you that hearing that my husband is hurt or feels like he's not a priority, which is a phrase I often hear in coaching. Um, A lot of you, I'm just going to put it out there, have spouses who feel like they're not a priority when sex doesn't go as planned. Mm. 
And I just want to, I'm actually going to drop that bomb in the middle of this conversation because I don't think your intention is ever to hurt your spouse or to make them not feel like they're a priority. But I want to convey to you that that is the perception. That is what they are experiencing. Yeah. And if you, if you sit in that place for a minute and go, okay, well, I don't want to do, then how are you communicating with them? Right. Is it saying, you know what, let's go for a walk and talk. Please don't have these conversations in your bedroom. Side note, when it comes to talking about heavier things around your sexual intimacy, take it out of the bedroom. Why? Because you want to be able to have sex in your bedroom and you don't want all that heavy emotional weight Mm -hmm. in that room. Go for a walk and talk. Talk about where you've been. Talk about what you're experiencing. Do it side by side, right? Because when you're side by side, it doesn't feel nearly as intimidating as if you're like, you know what? We need to sit down at the dining room table and we need to have a conversation about this. Hmm. And then the mom eye or the dad eye comes out and it just feels like an interrogation or, you know, but it's getting to this place where you identify what your emotions are. You share them with your spouse. And then the two of you, remember, you're on the same team. Yep. You, you are on the same team. The two of you create a plan. What are we going to do going forward? Because it's not just what can I do. It's also what can we do? You are a team. Teams do together. Mm-hmm. And then you say, okay, how are we? Like, let's revisit this. Nothing is set in stone, people. Nothing is set in stone. Try the new plan for two weeks. Try it for 30 days and say, let's, let's set up a time to revisit this. And see where we're winning and where we need to make adjustments. You're either winning or you need to make adjustments. There's no win-lose. Winning or make adjustments. Because there will always be things in life that don't go as planned. The question is, how will we as a married couple, how will we as an extraordinary couple deal with things when they don't go as planned? Yeah. Hey, this week, think about this. Really think about what can you do? What can we do when sex doesn't go as planned? And how are we, as a couple, going to make sure that we still are able to have the extraordinary and strengthen our sexual intimacy pillar in this time? You guys, have yourself a fantastic week. We're so excited for what's ahead in your marriage and for this year. So go out there, strengthen your six pillars of intimacy and this week, focus in on your sexual intimacy. Have a great one. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.